welcome to the Gatecast and our journey through the Stargate, through SG-1, Atlantis and Stargate Universe. Destiny. The design is clearly ancient, launched hundreds of thousands of years ago. We are on a ship, but we have no idea where we are in relation to Earth. These are the wrong people in the wrong place. Sure did. Why'd you do that? You told me to. I have a gun. What happened? Greer. Greer shot him. Each week, Alan and Mike will be following the adventures of the crew of the Destiny, along with one or two guest hosts. Join us for everything that is Stargate Universe. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Gatecast episode 319. And slightly later than usual, but despite that, no guest. Good evening, everybody. Yep, uh, we had planned to record with Matthew tonight, as Alan says, a slightly later time for to handle his transatlantic schedule, and he hasn't turned up. Technically, <laughs> semi mid Atlantic, I think. Semi mid Atlantic? What is he in a rowboat halfway across the He's on an island somewhere, he's four hours behind. What, is he on vacation or something? No, that's where he lives. Four hours? Yeah. Okay, didn't know that. Yeah, I, I didn't know they were anywhere four hours behind. No, when you look at the time zones, four hours would be... Well, I don't think there's anything there. Yeah, well, apparently there is. And he's on it. Just Matthew, that could explain a lot of things. His Wi-Fi is terrible. <laughs> I'm sure he's got satellite, but the latency sucks. Right then, tonight's episode is going to be life. Not a bad episode. I've watched the episode, and then I'll listen to the commentary, ready for our recording. It looks like we're not going to be rambling too much. So this could turn out to be one of the shortest episodes of the Gatecast ever. <laughs> yeah, but I tell you, things are hardening in relation to dates. Is that supposed to be some sort of carry-on level double entendre? No. some point between the 24th and the 31st of December, I will be re... Does it count as immigration? Does it count as both? Since I've technically I've already emigrated. I suppose you can do it again. Of course you can. Well, I, I'm emigrating to... No, I'm emigrating from Ireland. I'm immigrating to Finland. Well, I watched Batman. Should I waste my time with it? Put, I put it on at six o'clock and finished it at nine o'clock. I think, well... <laughs> I remember one afternoon I watched the extended edition of Apocalypse Now with Dan. You didn't feel the need to jump off a high balcony after that. <laughs> it went on a bit. I think it was something like four and a quarter hours. Did you do... Ah, you did a recording without me when I was doing ingressy things. Yeah. Ah. Me and Brad. Last time I recorded with you, it was 317. Come try ya! Some people need to come online or update Skype before they can join this all. I think I'm in. Yes. You... I can hear you. you. We thought you were four hours behind. So did I. Do you not do daylight savings and whatever little boat you're floating on in the middle of the Atlantic? No, we don't. We do. It's now 20 past 10. Ah, Mike doesn't mind. Mike survives on five hours sleep at night. <laughs> Mike does mind. Mike wants to finish his movie, which he had to leave to be here at half past nine. Oh, I am so sorry, guys. <laughs> well, not the worst thing that's happened to him recording a podcast, so... Uh, do you remember the repeated breaks with Pratt? And the robot voice. Will we read you the intro, then? And I am now at zero on a black screen. Your voice suddenly switched to something much deeper and more specific. I uh, plugged in a pair of headphones, so the microphone is picking up all of the background audio. That'd help. Yep. The more technology you have, the more options you have, but the more opportunity for things to go wrong. Oh, yes. Perversity of the inanimate increases in direct proportion to how much we need it at that moment. <laughs> what are you, like 30 miles across? 26, 27 at the most. I was being facetious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then, folks. As you may have noticed, Matthew has uh, joined us. It ended up being a little cross-purposes with time zones. Everybody seems to be back on target, though. We've all got the video uh, open on our various displays, we're looking at a uh, Region 2 DVD version of the episode Life, runtime 41 minutes 54 seconds. Before we start though, welcome to the show Matthew. Thank you gentlemen, it is a pleasure. Yep, hopefully everything will go a little bit better now than Vegas did. <laughs> my fingers are crossed. Yeah, unfortunately I couldn't make it for that episode and as my favourite episode of Atlantis I was still looking forward to listening to uh, you and Alan talk about it and then the audio quality went screwy. A little bit heartbreaking. Pretty much like most conversations with me. And monologues with occasional interruptions and acknowledgements. (laughs) 
Greetings, citizens. Join me, your old bat chum, John S. Drew, on my journey to discover what it is I love about the classic 1966 Batman television series on the Batcave podcast. Each episode, I'm joined by a guest host as we review the classic television series. There's a new episode every two weeks. Same bat time, same bat channel on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or at thebatcavepodcast.com. Okay then, we're all set to go. Everybody's on zero, zero, zero. Alan, if you would, do the countdown. Three, four, et, Vicky. Destiny. The design is clearly ancient. Launched hundreds of thousands of years ago. Okay then, as per usual, I'll get rid of all the little episode tidbits. Life, Season 1, Episode 9 of Stargate Universe, Gatecast Episode 319. This episode was written by Carl Binder and directed by Alex Chappell. Premiered in America, November 20th, 2009. Also November 20th in Canada. UK, November 24th. Australia, November 27th. Germany, April 4th, 2010. And Sweden, April 23rd. There were a few shows with episodes of the same name. Eyewitness, The Planets, The Sky at Night, Any Day Now, Persuasion, and Opposite Worlds. When you said chapel, my brain heard chapel eye. <laughs> that would have been fitting, wouldn't it? Yeah, entirely appropriate. My last thoughts were for her. Uh. Well, I know I miss more than him. Right then. Oh, a little bit of music. Mm-hmm. Worst Day Since Yesterday by Flogging Molly. Yep. What a great name. <laughs> That's not objectification at all, is it? I thought it was yoga. In my experience, most yoga tops don't show that much cleavage. It's not as if she's got much of a choice, though. If there's one thing I have said. But seriously, you're stuck in a spaceship millions of light years. Oh, God, she's at it again. There's no stopping this woman. Everybody cuts with stress in different ways. Yeah. <laughs> he like stares at things. My wits through the door. It's been the worst day since yesterday. Well, I assume the algae are producing oxygen. You would hope so. Can't be doing any harm. And Camille, the woman of many uh, talents. Mm-hmm. Well, it's there. Oh dear, that's not a good sign. No. I've liked the idea where they've shown you taking the prescription drugs and his bottle getting slowly emptier and emptier. And we've seen a deterioration in his attitude, so... Has there been any indication up till now about why he is taking those particular pills? No. There should be more variety in the people who actually man this station. Well, Telford has an agenda. Yes. Yeah. Even you'd think his superiors would say, you know, 8 hour on, 12 hour off or something. What do you do for? Well, traffic. <laughs> Sandy Sadao playing Dr. Mahet. With orders from O'Neill to get Telford to have some rest. Well done, General. Telford has got a tattoo on his upper arm. They look Asian symbols. I believe I've seen them on pictures of Lou Diamond Phillips prior to this. Got plans for anything? Hey, up. Oh, yeah, because we remember what happened in the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> Telford and Mrs. Young. Yeah. This cannot end well. Oh, no. Listen, I want to say thank you. There aren't many people that understand what I'm going through. Initially, we thought he was going to disguise himself as Colonel Young. Yeah. Obviously, he didn't. Everything okay? We've only known each other a short time, but I'd like to feel like call you a friend. Yeah, well, I'm I'm sure you've seen parts of where that most friends haven't. Yeah, this is this one, your best friend... I've got to tell you, because you're my friend. Yeah, even though we've only met three times. I, I've been screwed you literally, I'm going to screw your husband metaphorically. <laughs> well, there you go then, the nice short title sequence. Kino? That's not Kino for you. You stuck millions of miles from home and you're being made to do PT. Mm-hmm. Well, you're military. You have to keep fit. Oh, they're making all the military do it and, and all the civilians. Yeah, civilians. 
some seem to have special dispensation. Exercise is a, is a great way to, to manage stress and anxiety. Why aren't they doing the chanting? Okay, let's go. Come on. Probably couldn't agree on the rhyme. No, they're not all military. That's the spirit, Volker. What the hell with this? Nice. Hey. Ah, Zach Santiago making his first appearance on Stargate Universe. Mind if I join you? Remember him from Stargate SG-1, Evolution. You okay? Never trust him when he's quiet. (laughs) Of course, TJ only knows half the story. Does he look a little tired? You getting any sleep? I said I'm fine. This would be difficult for any medical personnel. You can't really have a one-to-one conversation because they'll always assume you have an agenda by talking with you. Mm-hmm. We've managed to secure two more sections of the ship. I'm sending a team in to take a look. I need you to operate a kino for me. Kind of busy here. Doing what? Secret thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a secret mission, spying on you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, talk to my boss. Eli doesn't really do the subtle well. Yeah. Really open and trusting, so it's hard for him to be secretive. Eli, do me a favor. Have a look at your chest. Is there any insignia there? Anything that says lieutenant or sergeant or anything like that? (laughs) Mm -hmm. All I got is you were here. Exactly. I mean, it's something you don't think about. Change of clothes. Even if, you know, even if they get a chance to wash any of the kit they've got, they haven't really got anything else to wear. Those workout clothes and then whatever they were wearing when they came through. Yeah. Seem like such little details, but they start to wear on. Don't you think Camille might want to do it, being HR? You took psych in college, right? Well, of course, undergrad. It hardly qualifies me. That's perfect. Get to it. You can do it. That got TJ. He, he knows a bit too much about her. Mm-hmm. Not many commanding officers know that she, she took a psychology course in college. Slowly expanding the ship now. Different areas, different compartments. There. Hold on. The door to your right. Try it. I know going in armed is probably safest procedure, but do they really expect anything to leap out at them? Wonder is it military procedure or is it Greer being a little overly paranoid? Could be a bit of both. Keep you in practice as well, I suppose. Not bad. Moving on. So, do I start crying now or do we build up to that? <laughs> Poor Franklin. Get him the big grin on his face. He's, yeah. he's, he's all that close as well. Well, it sucks. I hate it. Yeah, he's not bottling it up. How about your hydroponics lab? Any luck there? Seeds won't sprout, which really sucks because I would have liked to have started to grow some food. I'm not really much of a fruit and vegetable guy, but anything would be better than the crap that you've been serving us. And there's not enough water, and the beds are rock hard, and oh, uh, don't let me forget to mention that I was shot by one of your people. So you're doing fine, then? Fine that he can be this forthright about how much it upsets him. Would be more worrisome in this situation. Good question. I mean, we're looking at Spencer. He's bottling it all up. He's going to explode. Problem. Such a catastrophic failure every time. Horrible death, fire and brimstone, dogs and cats living together. I get it. This is the problem, Eli, when the commanding officer takes a shine to you. He starts giving you things to do. Yeah, I know that feeling. My boss likes me. He's like, I've got projects for you. (laughs) Yay, projects. Normally you motivate people with raises, promotions, benefits. Break your responsibility. I think the motivation of get home alive is probably pretty strong here. Yeah. What the hell is this? Hey, looks like we found the dentist's office. Don't know how the aunt handy in the vintage vacuum. Ooh, chair. The chair. Oh, why not? I suppose if it's a long term mission, you, you need something like that. Whoa! Don't touch anything. Leave it. I'm on my way. <laughs> okay, that doesn't oh, yeah. look nice. I'd be more inclined to think it's some sort of torture device just by looking at it. Now that, I'm sorry, did else his eyes hurt briefly at that? Sudden <laughs> change. That went from quite dark to very bright. Now, oh, of course, this is Scott's first time using stones, isn't it? Oh, that's right, he had to be pushed away. Yeah, didn't have any particular reason to go back. He kind of severed all ties with his family and friends when he joined the military. And... Mm-hmm. Until he got the letter. 
A precursor to an ancient device SG-1 discovered several years ago. Yeah, that's not a good idea. I wouldn't have made that leap. Russia's too smart for his own good sometimes. Yeah, maybe. Within that knowledge may be the master code. To unlock the ship's core systems. Navigation, propulsion. You're sure? Well, we can't be certain until someone actually sits in the chair. It looks like it holds you down and shoots bolts into your head. It does, actually, yeah. Electrodes allowing the transfer of data. Do you know what a device like this did to General O'Neill? Yep, twice. The sheer amount of information overwhelmed him. Yeah. He's read that report, at least, then. That's what it did. <laughs> mm-hmm. discovery. And it damn near killed him. The commentary for this episode was uh, Ming-Na Wen, Brian J. Smith and Louis Ferreira. Brian was talking about how he met the director, Alex. His very first job was on Law and & Order, and Alex was a director. And Stargate Universe were looking to expand their number of people they use as directors, rather than the, rather than the usual bunch. And uh, he recommended Alex, and he got the job. So you're fine, as long as someone else volunteers. Probably if it means getting these people home. That's a damn good point. The only way they're getting home is via the gate. You forgot preposition. I'm on my way. Colonel, so far I've only managed to access portions of Destiny's database. We still can't actually control the ship. Even if we could turn this thing around right now, head back to Earth. How long would that take? Another million years? Yep, there we go. Young spelling it out. Total control of the ship, turn it round. They ain't gonna get home in their lifetime. Needed to do. Until then, no one goes near. And of course, you can trust Rush to obey your commands. To do what he thinks is best. Yeah. Always you on the stones. Don't you let anyone else take a turn? Why haven't you given us any of the data collected during our experiment? Well, we're still working on it ourselves. I've got a team of the best scientists on Earth. We want to help. So things get out of hand, then you jump ship. Leave us on our own. <laughs> yes. Always hold that card now. So the communication stones, do you think that when they introduced them in SGU, they were contemplating, I'm sorry, in SG-1, they were contemplating SGU, or is that just convenient? It's a convenient McGuffin. Yeah. Adaptation to something. A staring contest between two very, very dangerous people. Camille, it is you, right? This was filmed on the back lot of the studios. The Pentagon building was all CGI. Hmm. Actually, pretty darn good, that was. Normally, CGI falls flat when they do simple things. Uh, I'll be there in a minute. Hmm. And you can't trust Carl here. He's IOA through and through. Working on adjustments to their plan, they're making some progress. Young is not going to listen. Played by the English actor Carla Rotter. Recently been in Jane the Virgin, Scandal, and of course, 24. Mm-hmm. Still trying to take command of the ship. He and Young are bumping heads, yes. Right now, Young seems to be winning that battle. One of the things I liked most about this show was, was the internal politics, all the competing agendas. Yeah, SG-1 Atlantis, a much more simplistic approach to it. This really kind of mixed it up a bit. Your mail. All four letters. It says a lot. Four letters. And he's been away all the time. I'm a chaperone. Where do you want to go? Any family? Friends? There's a buddy. want to catch up with these at Edwards, or he... Something of interest in the letter? Unexpected news, which has got him changing his plans. You okay? I would imagine the level of stress. That ah, <laughs> here we go. Stress. Mm. <laughs> it's intense, especially figuring that we've only just scratched the surface of all there is to know. So how are you dealing with it? I mean, what are you doing to relieve the stress? Oh. People handle it <laughs> in different ways. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Park is banging yeah. any man that comes around. What's she a doctor of? <laughs> uh, I don't... Well, obviously, she works alongside Rush and Volker and Brody. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is not the way to uh, engender cooperation between civilians and military. Ooh. That fellow is uh, compensating quickly. Yeah. Of course, this is following up the hallucination Scott had on that desert world where he talked with his priest about getting his girlfriend pregnant and she was going to have an abortion. Doesn't look a very affluent neighbourhood, but it's quiet, neat and tidy at least. And now Scott's going snooping around the backyard. Fortunate for him, there's no neighbours going to call the police on him. Hey there. 
I'm looking for Annie Balak. I'm an old friend of hers. Nice. You gotta just mentally change gear and realize, oh yeah, that's Scott, isn't it? They blend those transitions really nicely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Got fatherhood alarm bells are ringing. I said it before. Emil started out as a right piece of work, but the more they delve into a character, the more the more you like her. Mm -hmm. Become a much more compelling character as they go. And see, this this seems more realistic than Colonel Young and his wife. Same circumstance, really. Although Young and his wife, their their relationship is still standing. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of a clash between the military mindset and the civilian. If someone wants to volunteer to sit in it, why won't he let him? He's trying to protect us. Oh, please. It's politics. He resists at first, comes around eventually, gives it the green light, and if it works, he's the big hero. And if it doesn't, well, you get to take the blame. Well, strange enough, the civilians are more paranoid than the military. Yes. How am I coping? Honestly? I don't know. The people on board make it easier, that's for sure. I made some good friends. Yeah, you mean the one you're shagging? Yes, good friends. <laughs> so there's that to be grateful for. So are things getting serious between you two? Serious? Yeah. He's been a real comfort. Real comfort. Well, I ran out of birth control two weeks ago and we're still doing it. <laughs> yeah, it must be serious. It's not so lonely. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yes, unfortunately, TJ does know. And this was her first shower scene. <laughs> Has gone to sleep. This episode was at first for Ming-Na in many ways. There's no one left to tell your troubles to. It's an interesting way to present the privation they're experiencing out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just an hour ago, you listened to their voices. First time she's kissed a woman on screen, and also in real life, she pointed out in the commentary. <laughs> this is a good relationship, yeah. actually portraying this well. Looks and feels very natural. Yeah. They do look very couple. And if you can't remember a better time, you can have mine. And the life of a... A single mother and child having to look after themselves while his mother goes out to work. Probably ring the police. There's a strange man popped outside my eyes all day. <laughs> I just want to make sure that he... Well, I guess being worried about your son, better late than never. Of course, he really doesn't know it's his son yet, but give him time. And a few people might recognise Sarah Smith. She recently starred in Cedar Cove. Mm -hmm. Also been on Motive, a very popular Canadian actress. A friend of Matthew Scott. Is he okay? Yeah, he's fine. He's on a mission. It's, it's classified. I can't say where, but... Yeah. He got your letter. He said you needed to see him. Yeah, I'm going on Jerry Springer next week. I need him to make a guest appearance. No point. They're not cleared. I can't tell them who I really am. How is she cleared? Isn't she a, a researcher of some type? You can tell them that she misses them and she loves them. Long-term relationship, maybe... My recollection is uh, Eli's mother isn't clear. No, she isn't. Yeah, Eli's really good at hiding this. Eli missed her subterfuge. Come here. Uh, yeah, so strange, this uh, other body. You know, food doesn't taste quite right. Wine either. They bring that up a lot, the fact that taste and things like that are different because you're in a different body. That's mm -hmm. right. And this, this scene is beautiful. So much for retiring to our beach. Mm -mm -mm -mm. None of that right now. He just dawns on her, just by looking at that picture. Forgot the rowboat. How much this has been affecting her? Hmm? Pieces of her drifting away. Hmm. Yeah, even after not really that huge amount of time, but as you say, the stress on her and everything. Uh. Yeah, enough wine for you. <laughs> uh, are we fe are we feeling maudlin? Rako Ellsworth is playing Sharon Walker. That reminds me of a Tesh. Very popular American actress. She was in 24 as well. Also in a Wi-Fi though. Who would have thought it? I actually have sympathy for Camille. Never thought that would happen in the first few episodes. Hey, Dr. Rush, you got a sec? No. I'm doing psych evaluations, the entire crew. 
No, thank you. Colonel Young ordered them. It's just a, just a talk, see how you're doing, give you a chance to voice any problems or frustrations. Well, I'm fine. No problems, no complaints. Is that it? <laughs> really? Do you honestly want him to voice stuff? This is Rush. Yeah, he's happy. Thank you very much. I am happy. The few people who's probably enjoying being there. Well, yeah, you're right. He is, and that's exactly where he wants to be. Interesting, the commentary that said, do you think the youngster, the child, senses something's different, something's wrong? Or is he just in awe at the military guy? Alfred's a big guy, too. He might be pretty imposing. He's Lieutenant Scott. Oh, dear. I don't know how good of a friend you are or what he might have told you about us. Uh, he said there was a pregnancy, but that you were going to... I couldn't. Told you a lot, hasn't he? Why didn't you tell him? Whoa there. I didn't want to burden him. He was dealing with a lot of stuff at the time. Hey, 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 now. Rain it in. Rain it in. Come on, she's not cleared. She'd been well within her right to tell him to off. Oh, the wine. Get the wine out. Mind you, I emptied a bottle of wine watching Batman yesterday. Mm. Hello. He found the porn stash. We know the ancients were like us. Wow. What is it? <laughs> Come on then, Rush. What have you found? Speak up. Well, he's happy about something. And that's good. Look, there's a bad guy out there. Put a gun in my hand, I'll go kill him. You know where you are with Greer. Yeah. Greer isn't really a shades of grey kind of guy. No. I didn't ask to be like this. Nobody made me this way. Ooh. Yeah, he's pretty straightforward. Yeah, we think that, but when we actually, when we actually learn about it, we realise it went well beyond that. Knows he's broken, and he said, just accept me for what I am, and we'll be all right. And I think Jung does, Scott does. Well, you think you can understand me? No, I just want to talk. I wish people would just shut up. Be happy. For what I am. People? People less willing or able to do what I do. He fought in Desert Storm, didn't he? He looks a bit old to have a father who fought in Desert Storm. Well, he, he might have been highly ranked tank commander or something like that. Not necessarily infantry. Yeah. <laughs> okay, TJ, you can start breathing again. That got a little bit tense at the end. Come on, Scott, you're allowed to be judgmental. That's your character. My mom used to babysit him after school. Over the long term, would it be better or worse that they have these intermittent contacts with home? Uh, I don't know. Going back to Finland for a week, maybe seriously re-examine my place in Ireland and realise what a massive mistake I've made returning here. So, I don't know. No. I think some people it'll help, some people it won't. I mean, this contact might, if Camille just disappeared, you know, and they just, you know, the Air Force came along and said, yeah. you know, missing in action or something like that. At some point, they'd get on with their lives, wouldn't they? Yeah. But of course, if you've got no return date, do you expect your partner, family, parents, son, children to carry on or at some point, you know, forget? Hey, I need to use your cell phone real quick. Thanks. I'll be right back. Sorry. I mean, what does she do now? She can't talk to anybody about it. Drink some other bottle of wine. Yeah. <laughs> Alcohol intake does seem a trifle high. You are going to take a deep breath and you're going to find the strength. You're going to go back to that ship and you are going to work with those people. Motivate them. Do whatever you need to do to get yourself back home. Because I'm going to be here. I'm not going anywhere. Promise. I already did that 12 years ago. The only thing that won't be here when you get back will be that stupid chair over there. It doesn't matter what the reason is, as long as you get back together. I've said it before, I love this couple. Laini. I love you too. You can tell in the expressions and the faces it's killing them both. The emotive music by Joel also adds greatly to this scene. And when the door closes, she almost breaks down, not a million miles away. 
You wonder what's going through her mind. Okay, okay, so uh, they, they just passed, passed me through to Matt, and, uh, and I told him. He was angry, wasn't he? He's gonna need some time. It's all I have to take in right now. But anyway, long story short, is, uh, the, the mission that he's on right now takes care of him financially, so he's going to arrange to have his monthly Air Force check directly deposited into your bank account. She's been on her feet all day. Those sixteen deals are hell to dance in. He sounds like he's been a good guy. He's providing for his son, even though he's not, can't come out and actually say it. Mm-hmm. But then we get the actual, probably more of the reason. Trying to be kind of coercive. Yeah. If Matt wants to help us out, that's great. Oh dear. I don't approve of you stripping. Of course, perhaps I'm being judgmental, and she's not a stripper. Yeah, when she, when she got pregnant, she really didn't get opportunity to just walk away, Matt, and start a new life. But I've got things under control here. He doesn't have to worry about us. Yeah, Scott. Thought you could walk back in and take control. Shame. And this says a lot. She comes from a very traditional family who, who don't approve of her sexuality. The dark side of the coin to her other relationship. Probably taking the more cold-hearted approach in her job. You know, just for survival. Sharon is where her heart actually opens up. I've been able to access the subspace link between Destiny and the unmanned ships that were sent out ahead of it. The ones seeding the stargates on the planets. Yeah. We now have data on literally thousands of gates that have already been seeded. Only managed to get through a fraction of it, but I found something quite interesting. Convenient. Well, it's too good to be true. Almost the same mineral composition as the Icarus planet. Yes, surprisingly. One year away. Naturally occurring, the quadria throughout the planet's crust. It's actually quite genius, really. One more year, we can get back home? Well, it's not quite as simple as that. We have to learn how to steer the ship. How to orbit the planet. <laughs> not to mention how to make the gate work to dial home from there. Yes, but... as I said, much to be done, but we will, of course, need the, uh, the master code. Oh, cynical. Yeah. Young knows how manipulative brush is. It's an almost obvious gambit. But the... Uh, Neural interface device. It's still off limits. God, you think I don't know what you're doing here? Crack the damn code, Rush. That's your job. You've only got half the answer, though, Young. Even if they learned how to control the ship, they'd have to park in orbit, get the gate down to the planet, blow up the planet <laughs> at just the right moment. Of course, the Stargate stories are stories of a long shot. Every week, beating the impossible odds. Great. Ah, oh, bloody hell. Talk about a miserable pair. Cheer up, Scott. One year and we're out of here? Well, first we have to do what's necessary. And get to it. And this is wonderfully manipulative. Support, shall we say. Yeah. <laughs> like if it means getting off of this tin can. And we're all... I can't wait another year. And I love the fact he's working on military as well. Mm-hmm. We're off this ship now. Chill out, Spencer. Year's hell of a lot better than forever. I mean, Greer's no fan of Rush, but he's getting to him. It is compelling appeal. Yes, it is. And there he is, fixing his glasses while he's inciting, not mutiny, but mm. certainly discontent. If we can, I know that Colonel Young gave us access to the chair. He has to a chance like this. <laughs> I love watching Patrick Gilmore act. Volker mm-hmm. is hilarious at times. It's yeah. good timing, too, because I don't know about you. But I was getting to the end of my rope. Here. <laughs> you look at me. To be honest with you, with eyes like that, or maybe it's just as with Game of Thrones, so I've been watching Grimm, I keep expecting them to Volga. <laughs> yeah, but it's really the Vestin look just before they. Oh, now this is a side effect of the communication stones we weren't aware of. Well, that could be very confusing. Yeah. That's weird. I've never even met your wife. Only saw that one picture you had in your office at Icarus. Telford, you connected with him. Probably. Mm-hmm. Well, so what? Yeah, at some point, Scott will realise that maybe he shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> He's loyal and very respectful of young. Yeah. Doesn't mean it was an actual memory. It could have been one of his dreams. 
I mean, just because I saw her doesn't mean the two of them. Oops, <laughs> I'm saying too much here. <laughs> Harry, he closes the door and goes, damn, 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 damn. Doors are closed, yeah? He's thinking it. Sometimes you've got to worry about the consequences afterwards. Camille! TJ! Yes, Camille looks happy. Yep. Full of life. That's him. <laughs> Look, you've got to be suspicious. She's smiling. Yeah, so listen, uh, while you were gone, Colonel Young asked me to do psych evaluations on the entire crew, assess people's state of mind, any red flags that we might need to be aware of. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, so um, I was just kind of wondering if you had some time to maybe sit down and talk to me. Oh, uh, right. Um, no problem. But, you know, I have some things I need to do today. Is tomorrow okay? Yeah, okay. Tomorrow's good. See, that's how you duck a meeting. If Camille was being normal Camille, she'd be annoyed that it was TJ doing these assessments. What the hell's your problem? My problem? If fat ass is like you clogging up the hallway. Ah! What did I do? Listen to me, I don't know how your problems, but you better get it together fast. He ran into me. Shut up! I don't care who ran into who. You keep pulling this flat. I'm going to lock you up for good. You got that? Ooh. Well, poor Franklin. I would suspect that Spencer could take Young, but they still got that little bit of control. Yeah, command presence. Allows himself to be dominated by a superior officer. Mm. But not for long. <laughs> and the fact that Young is annoyed as well should have addressed Franklin at that point. Wow. That is... Um, it's wild. Yeah, tell me about it. That is, given the fact that I ran out of birth control recently, something else we ought not to discuss. <laughs> not Mark or Luke or John. Well, he had, he had no say in it, did he? Mm. It's a fine name, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, good point. Sorry about it's that. <laughs> I'm sure the Invisible Sky friends will approve. I can remember a quote or something from someone saying, it's funny how English names don't rely on the Bible until somebody pointed out how many of them were. Mm. And I couldn't be there for him. Look, one more year, and then you can take him to soccer games and Little League. You wonder if at heart Scott is a family man. He would be content taking his kid to the local sporting event. Okay, is it me? And I'm being uncharitable. Chloe looks like a five-year-old's done her makeup. And why is she wearing makeup? Yeah, for a short time, but things happen. We, we lost touch. Until now. Yeah, not without, not without the grace of Netflix. <laughs> yeah, you decided to become a priest, you decided to get pregnant. That could backfire real fast. Oh boy, Eli. He's looking bad. Young is working him way too hard. This is how he operates best. Long hours, odd hours of the night. Yeah, but before, when he was doing his 24-hour gaming sessions, he had probably no end of high-caffeine drinks to go along with it. Hello. Ooh, angry. Angry face. I remember this scene. Angrier. No, you you probably remember the next scene. This is kind of just the forerunner. Oh, yeah, that's right. Even with all the goodwill in the world, that is not a pretty picture. Telford in his home, drinking beer with his wife. Estranged wife, true. What the hell are you doing, Airman? You stay away from my wife, you pathetic piece of scum. Chris? You keep your finger out of my face. Chris? So you get back at me, you pretend to be me crawling in bed with my wife? No, he didn't pretend to be you. He never pretended to be you. He told me who he was all along. He was a bit cleverer than that. Hmm. You're not jumping to conclusions. He's a friend. He's helping support me through this. So what? Really? Is that, is that right? Not all men are like you. And I know you're still sleeping with her. Did he tell you this? Ooh. Clever plan. Everett! Ow. Ooh. So one bloke tells her that and you automatically believe him. What just happened? Um, oh, nice. <laughs> Nicely done. I mean. But of course, that still probably meant that the other guy ran into Telford. Uh, His momentum is... Yeah, but he wouldn't have clocked him across the jaw. No, that's true. The subspace link from the ships that are seating the gates... I came across something that didn't quite fit with the coordinates that were established on the previous Can't this wait? No, path. sir, it can't. Rush live. If you want to get Jung's attention, mention something bad about Rush. The Icarus planet that he discovered a year away, it, it doesn't exist. It's fake data. He planted it himself. Yeah, now this was a mistake having this conversation in the hallway. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you can see her, everything crashing down around her. Yeah, I think that with the siren, once you're going to die. Ah. these people. I gave them hope. False hope, Rush. Yeah, well, so was dialing Earth. I knew it was pointless at the time, but you persisted. Why? To boost morale. Rush has the capability to justify anything. Yeah, he's absolutely sure of himself. Who else knows about this, then? Ray overheard, so we can assume everyone knows on the ship. Oh, well, well done, Colonel. You've just ruined the chance to maximize productivity. I wasn't the one who planted false information. Well, there may very well be an Icarus-type planet buried in the data. There may very well be. I've only begun to scratch the surface. But about a lot further on, if you would just let me use Again, that... Again, with the chair! Yes, the chair! It could be our salvation! And it could kill somebody! Okay, you might have got six or seven months good work out of them, which probably wouldn't have got them anywhere anyway. I'm not stopping you, Rush. Go, sit, be my guest. Mm-hmm. There we go. Rubber hits the road and Rush is not in the race. If you feel so strongly about this, Rush, be my guest. That's what I thought. Well, probably both. His brain is too, you know, too fantastic to uh, risk. Too valuable to the, the overall. Eli's not. Eli's out walking, looking for somebody to talk to. Oh, look. <laughs> yes, Scott, you should really close the airlock door. Oh, no, you, they can't close the door on this one, can they? Hiding out, too? That they can. I never remember which is the damage shuttle and which isn't. I've been trying to avoid her. Why? <laughs> he was sitting, bu- sitting by himself in a nice, quiet room. Contemplating life. Perhaps he doesn't want to talk, Eli. And then you have to live with these people? See him every day? Have her give you weird looks as she passes you in the hall? Gets awkward. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Eli's still figuring out some of the social niceties of the world. Yeah. Chloe tells me you're dead. Congrats. <laughs> you got yourself a mini mat. Got up. <laughs> hey, down, stop. Oh, for God. Eli, Eli, stop digging that's before you need a ladder. I think I shouldn't, and, I, and I, I talk before I think. It's okay. No, no. Look at you. You're you're bummed. You just find out that you have a son, but now he's probably not ever going to get the chance to actually meet you, and that sucks. Come on, Eli. How are you done? Making Scott feel more miserable than ever. Yeah, you've got it. You don't want to talk about it. Thank you. Thank you for just completely destroying my quiet, contemplative mood. I like you, Eli, but you say one word, I'll kill you. <laughs> he communicates a lot with lots of words. God communicates <laughs> just as much with none. And this was a second shower scene. So <laughs> she was doing well this episode. In the commentary, Louis actually said to Ming, what exactly were you wearing behind that glass? That is probably one place where a lot of the crew just break down, because it's where you can get away with it. Aha, the ongoing story of TJ and their reports. The crew are screwed. I've completed 14 psych evals. I have eight more scheduled, and I think the rest of the ship's avoiding me. It's a big ship. No, she probably gave him a knowing look. What's wrong? A bad day. It looks like there should be a bartender somewhere in there. Yeah. Really? They haven't started brewing alcohol yet? Hey, something else is bothering you. I was, was going to say with what, but you can pretty yeah. much do it with anything. You need some sort of yeast product, don't you, though? Some kind of carbohydrate. Some kind of sugar. Which is just carbohydrate. In a precursor form. Yeah, that's the best you can do. Sorry, TJ. <laughs> you know too much about me for me to give you any details. You've seen me naked physically, you're not going to see me naked emotionally. TJ's got stunning eyes. You've got to admit, Colonel Young done okay for himself. His wife, very attractive woman. TJ, very attractive woman. You wonder what Young is like in his normal life. We only see kind of the authoritarian and miserable side. Dr. Volker? Yes. Welcome to Earth. I'm Major Peterson. i got a car waiting for you anywhere you want to go. <laughs> now why would he want to go here it's fortunate that Young jumped into a body of somebody that was a competent fighter mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, we have the non-cleavage yoga feel free to put the boot in he did some damage didn't he yeah. 
<laughs> the music kicks in. Yeah, it's, 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 you see the way she's looking at Eli to make sure where his eyes are? <laughs> You'll get there, Eli. You go in. Find a hot redhead. Ah, the boat. And Dr. Parks is with Sergeant Greer. <laughs> well, why the hell not? What is Dr. Parker doctor of? You've asked me that once, I couldn't tell you. Sexology? It's been the worst day since yesterday. Yes, and tomorrow's not going to be any better. Oh, we haven't seen much of Brody in this episode. Mm. And this. Thankfully, something's good happened to Franklin. A little tiny ray of sunshine. This is foreboding, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, he's going to eat his bone, surely. No doubt the events around Sergeant Spencer are going to reveal themselves. And they do like the close-up on Scott. They've done this a few times already. He's trying. That's what I thought. I thought that was the old shuttle where they couldn't lock it off. And Mike's happy with this long lingering. You, just, you wanted that shot to go a bit longer, didn't you? Gotta admire the CGI work and the, the artists, how much work they put into it. You can't just appreciate the writers and the directors and the producers all the time. Okay then, folks, that was life. The visuals are stunning. They are, yes. Mostly done by the in-house department now. Uh, SG-1 originally outsourced all the CGI work. John Scalzi, consultant. Yeah. Missed that. We're still waiting for the TV version of Red Shirts. <laughs> Maybe one day. Okay then, folks, that was life. Any final thoughts on the episode? I really like the uh, the kind of slice of life aspect. Given the title, I guess I... I... <laughs> Felt like any French movie from the last 40 years. You know, these French movies that aren't really about anything, just a series of beautiful shots of Paris and ridiculously good-looking people. And a little bit of uh, nudity every now and again, just to, just to keep yeah, you interested. I watched the two-hour movie once about a beautiful young woman who was looking after her neighbour's cat and spent the entire movie looking for the cat after it got lost. <laughs> it's still utterly compelling, but that was basically yeah. the plot. It speaks deeply of the human condition, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to admit, after last week, I mean, we uh, last week's episode was very, very good. I think this one took a dip mainly because I tend to lean more towards uh, you know the drama and the action, but I've said throughout the characterization, the development of the characters that the writers are doing is phenomenal. It probably wouldn't have worked in SG One or Atlantis. They were definitely more plot driven, more action based. The work they're doing in Universe, you just got to sit back and enjoy it. So much of the progression is is about the development of the characters and their interaction. Yeah. A show that would definitely benefit from being marathoned. Right, a little bit of episode trivia. Director, Alex Chappell. He ended up directing four episodes of Stargate Universe. He's also directed episodes of Bones, Queer as Folk, Blue Bloods, Chicago Fire, and every franchise element of Law and Order. The episode was run by Carl Binder, two episodes of SG-1, 15 of Atlantis, and six of Universe. He's also written for L.A. Complex, Houdini and Doyle, Cedar Cove, The Messengers and Mysterious Ways. Right then, that was life. Next week we are going to be covering Justice. And with any luck, Thomas will be joining us for that. On the mid-season finale of Stargate Universe. Is that whoever did this took the weapon with them? We can't afford to have an unsolved murder hanging over our heads. We've got something we need to see. The truth will change everything. The mid-season finale of Stargate Universe, Friday, December 4th at 9, followed by an all-new Sanctuary at 10, only on Sci-Fi. Imagine greater. It's getting a little late for you, isn't it, gentlemen? <laughs> I've still got time to finish my movie. I'll get it finished before I go to bed. The uh, pterodactyls have already uh, carried off some people. Oh, dear. What are you oh, watching? We're, we're, we're one of your high-quality A movies, then. No, no, Jurassic World. I picked it up for a fiber on Blu-ray. Okay. Oh, my Russian friend Anna made me go and see that in Turku. Sounds like this is, it was more of a chore than entertaining. <laughs> I went to the movie because she wanted to go to the movie and I wanted to spend time with her. So the things we do with... That's why there's a generation of men who have seen Titanic. <laughs> I like Titanic. <laughs> you would, yeah.
I enjoyed it too. I'm a hopeless romantic. <laughs> what about Pearl Harbor? An epic romance. Yeah, an epic romance is told by Michael Bay. <laughs> With explosions. Yeah, not exactly the best portrayed back for that particular romance. I love the way even within Deadpool they pushed the fact this this isn't a date movie. To actually pick up Deadpool again after accidentally buying it for Jeffrey Dorico. Oh yeah, and get it delivered to his house instead of yours. He seemed happy. <laughs> yeah, I'd love, I'd love it if people get sent, sending me Blu-rays as well. <laughs> Not just Blu-ray, <laughs> Blu-ray, DVD and UV. Oh, right. Okay then, Matthew, thank you very much for joining us this, well, this afternoon for you, this evening for us. Thank you for inviting me in. It's been a good time. Yep. Do you have any sort of contact information you'd like to provide? I'm not personally very active online other than occasionally popping up here. I'll shamelessly uh, self-promote a group that uh, I'm a fan and friend of, the Terra Prime Lightsaber Academy. Search for Terra Prime on YouTube and Facebook. You'll find lots of information. I'll leave it hanging at that. Okay, then. If anybody does want to reach me directly, um, themadelf at gmail.com. I'll put a link to Terra Prime then in the show notes. Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah, you. What? I like the yellow ones. Never mind. We know there has been some interesting offering feedback for our coverage of Stargate Universe, and we're really looking forward to receiving that. But don't forget, you can comment on any of our episodes or anything from Stargate as a whole. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the characters and episodes, etc. If you do fancy getting in touch with us, then you can do so via the contact form, which is on our website, which is at gatecast.co.uk. Or you can send us an email using gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Google+, and are carried on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio. You'll find all the links on our website. If you have a minute, then a rating or review on either of those services would be most welcome. The standalone RSS feed, which lists every episode we've released, can also be found on our website, under Mission Reports. That link can be copied and manually added to a podcatcher, and will give you direct access on that device to all the shows, unlike iTunes, which only lists the previous 25. Right then, let's wrap up. Okay then, folks, like I said, next week is going to be Justice. Thank you, Alan. <laughs> yeah, that's the time to sign off, isn't it? <laughs> okay then, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. I've been Matthew. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. You know what? It was enjoyable. I'm sorry we got such a late start. Have a good evening. Good night. That was goodbye. That was good night. It's just I don't know that. Fair enough. Goodbye. Thank you very much. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Stargate forever.